0: Hello everyone, I'm Harshal Mehta and welcome back to our podcast channel, Investonomy. In our series of previous podcasts, we have covered the startup ecosystem, the funding or let's say investment part of it. And in today's topic, we delve into the technology, diving into the tax space, how technology is being used in the tax domain. In order to discuss this topic today, we have a very special guest with us. She has worked for 24 years at the Ministry of Finance for Tax Administration of the Republic of Croatia. She is a highly respected and recognized international tax expert. Hi Senja Sipak, thanks for joining us today.
1: Hello, good evening. uh, Greetings from Zagreb, Croatia.
0: Thank you uh, firstly we wish you a Homeland Thanksgiving day which was celebrated 5th August I know we are late but better late than never
1: yes thank you very much it is important date for my country
0: yeah we start with a very basic and a logical question that in today's digital era where every business is going digital how do the emerging technologies, like blockchain, artificial intelligence intersect. It is uh,
1: very new. So, what we will talking about uh, taxation and technology? It is actually uh, at the beginning. We are living in very exciting times. So, uh, digital evolution. I w- I would not say revolution, fourth industrial rev- revolution, but I would like this world digital evolution. So. Uh, it's very important. That's something that's uh, going on. That's something that's not stoppable, and uh, we have to uh, embrace the technology. We shouldn't be afraid of that. Especially uh, we uh, we are working we who are working in the state duty and tax administration or ministry of finance. So. We should embrace technology advantages when uh, what technology to bring us some good things, and it's a lot of good things. Uh, I think that every country in the world, including your country, and my country, and uh, all around the world, have some level of uh, digitalization in tax administration. So. In some tax administration, in some countries, this level is not so high. In some countries, it's very high. So if we are look at, for example, in uh, Estonia, uh, they are number one for the digital public services. So what's that mean? Uh, that means uh, that this digitalization, this is the part, technology is part of the digitalization. So. Uh, we are moving on and on forward and should be very important, especially in the time in which we are living right now. We are now in the global pandemics. If global pandemics uh, started, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, we will, we will be in much worse situation than now because with digitalization we should uh, as a state administration we should work as normal as uh, as possible so i think that without our electronic services that we uh, that we have for our taxpayers and without uh, many things that we have in our tax administration and in other tax administrations, uh, our role in this pandemic and the situation for the taxpayers will be much worse. You can imagine, for example, in Croatia, we have automatic VAT refund. So if you are a fully compliant taxpayer and you request... Uh, submit request uh, declaration for a tax refund, VAT refund. We have compliance risk management system that will recognize that you are compliant uh, taxpayer and you will get strictly uh, within the deadline prescribed by law, this is 30 day in uh, Croatia, you will get your t- VAT refund on your amount without any manual work. So you can imagine how in this global pandemic, uh, it was useful for us and especially for the taxpayers for their liquidity. So could be situation that in office for the health uh, uh, reasons and health security will be one or two officials. So they will not have a time to Um, to work on uh, on time on all VAT refund, And uh, with this technology and with this digitalization, uh, we assure this liquidity for our uh, taxpayers. And uh, this global pandemic actually, uh, in every aspect of life, accelerate the digitalization. So... Uh, we should increase. Uh, we should see the increasing of e-payments, e-commerce, uh, uh, electronic services uh, uh, from the tax administrations. So many, many things. So we are going. That's my personal opinion. We are going in the uh, in the new economy, quite new economy. So. Uh, the situation that we know before for example today we can work from home for example in some uh, companies so right. they, uh, so it was impossible before but today technologies give us this uh, possibility that we can handle the job from the home even even in the state administration and that's good
0: so that's the- right back in right. India also few weeks back uh, Indian uh, CBDD that is uh, Central Board of Direct Taxes the Indian government came out with transparent taxation system and rewarding the honest taxpayers. I think over the years all the countries around the globe have been embracing technology uh, which has come at the benefit of the taxpayers like how you correctly mentioned about the vat refund if you are a compliant taxpayer then vat refund will be credited to your account without any paperwork
1: yes absolutely so we should as you said we should embrace that because that's a, that's a quite new possibilities for us we can be much faster we can collect a lot of data Uh, uh, we can assure a quality of data so everything around us is changing and this pandemic just accelerated so we have to be ready Uh, as a tax
0: administration we should follow this technology one such particular technology which has been making hype around the corners is blockchain technology so can you share your views on how is blockchain technology affecting the field of taxation? Like to be more specific, how could blockchain help avoid sophisticated tax frauds? Well,
1: blockchain is a uh, is a, not a new technology, but it's quite new technology for uh, in the field of taxes. So uh, right now, around the world, there is no, as I know, tax administration who using the blockchain. I think that Estonia has uh, uh, has uh, some parts on the blockchain, but I'm not sure is, is it's about taxation. and uh, But it's very promising and very promising is the project, that's my opinion, in uh, which are uh, doing in Dubai, Smart Dubai. So, uh, blockchain technology as I said, is not new but it's new for the Taxation for the tax field and what blockchain technology could give us. So, right now, every tax administration, I'm sure around the world, uh, testing, analyzing, even piloting in some project to see what blockchain could bring us, Uh, what benefit could be with the blockchain. So, in this uh moment uh, any tax administration right now don't don't doesn't know what we'll be actually doing if we involve blockchain in whole tax administration for all kind of tax so but uh, we should try because blockchain has um, many good uh, characteristics so the data in the blockchain are immutable, uh, the data in uh, the blockchain, uh, in the blockchain we can use the smart contracts, which uh, will have some, uh, some rules uh, that everyone should apply uh, who is in the block. Uh, So uh, we will have the real-time data, which is very important today because we have uh, tax frauds in the few hours. So tax administration could be very fast in the audit. So we, we cannot have audit for a month or two and starting and have... All processes and papers and something like that. Uh, the text rods are very sophisticated today. So, uh, because of this real time data, because of this immutable, because uh, um, uh, of the smart contracts we can use in this block, uh, uh, blockchain architecture. Um, We hope that we have good possibilities to use this technology, also distributed ledger technology uh, for uh, some taxes. This uh, blockchain is not for everything, but uh, we should try and especially we should try to connect uh, in the future, maybe to put some platform uh, and to connect via blockchain Uh, uh, several countries or more countries that that shouldn't be just one. So we will exchange information much faster and exchange information today is the first step to stop the fraud. So blockchain, uh, that's my opinion, could be used for many things. For example, for um, a register of the taxpayers or even for the transfer pricing, so we can put some rules on the smart contracts, and then rules will will be applied uh, in the in the block, so uh, in the uh, in the in the blockchain that we will use uh, but uh, also we can use that uh, it's interesting for example for VAT fraud. So if if we will have the real time data, data data are immutable. So we will can stop the the fraud much, much more faster. So blockchain could be good for compliance also because it will be easy to recognize who is uh, uh, broken the rules. So that's that's all possibilities so uh, also for the for example i don't know for the payroll tax for the salaries so you can put i don't know the gross salaries and we will get uh, the data uh
0: so right so the data is available at the tips of our hands so blockchain technology would really be helpful at least in preventing the sophisticated tax frauds
1: yes absolutely because prevent, prevention is the goal. The goal is not repression. The goal is not audit. Uh, they are going uh, out and uh, to check the really high risky taxpayers. So uh, preventing the fraud, is it will be the first goal, yes. And we have to be very fast and uh, use all the tools as I said, the fraud today are very sophisticated, especially in the field of VAT. Even in the corporate context, the frauds are very sophisticated. But uh, blockchain and DLT technology could help us in this part. But also, uh, we should, as I said, we should analyze that. And, uh, of course, uh, consensus mechanism is one of the, one of the main part of the blockchain. So, for example, if we are looking in the blockchain, so uh, stake of identity uh, will be first thing, because anonymity is not acceptable for the tax administration, so we have to know who is the taxpayers, and uh, who is responsible to pay the tax, and uh, and uh, so this consensus mechanism, that's my opinion, will be the hardest thing to put that this work in the text environment. Uh, but uh, blockchain could be modified to satisfy uh, what text administration needs. Uh, so. It it could be modified that serves good for the taxpayers and for the tax administration. But, of course, we have to think uh, to not put any more administrative burden of the taxpayers. So the wall of compliance shouldn't be high. If if the wall of compliance is too high and administrative burden is too high uh, the taxpayers will be going uh, in the in the gray zone, and they will say no, we will not do that. It is too much, so it uh, we have to balance that. And very important is to say that because um, uh, I concluded in my work that because of new technologies, actually uh the paradigm between legislation and technology is shifting. That's mean uh, that was one rule that we always follow. Always technology followed the legislation, but today legislation and technology should be compatible. And also some technical solution uh, could have direct impact on, uh, on the provision in the war. Uh, this is connected with the administrative burden. So we have uh, to be real service to the taxpayers. So tax administration has two uh, parallel goals. One is, of course, timely collected taxes. But another goal, which is, which is very important and parallel, is be to goods good uh, services to the taxpayers and the citizens. And sometimes we forget about that, but this is very important. If we have, for example, e invoicing there will be no need for any VAT declaration anymore because with this data, we can calculate the VAT and we can see everything. So the administrative burden
0: is much less. And basically, it's a win-win situation for both. Uh, for, from an administrative point of view, basically, from an administrative point of view, it will be very smooth. And end of the day, the benefits are going to the taxpayers, right? Absolutely. On this particular point, having talked about blockchain technology, we we understand that you have been working on a concept of tax coins. Obviously, in our research, we. Understand that the initially the tax coin or a VAT coin has been come up from GCC countries. But what is your view and your research on tax coins?
1: Yes, you are right. The original concept of uh, Richard Ainsworth and uh, other authors' original concept uh, uh, are made for the GCC countries. But when I look at that, I see possibilities, uh, first I started to think, why only the VAT? We can use that for, that, that's my point of view, for all taxes. So, okay, VAT is the first, because VAT is, uh, if we are talking about the fraud, the VAT is very fast uh, and so on. It's, it's, it's a very important part of the, of the budget. But it's interesting to look at that in the other taxes. But I really like that concept uh, because concept is based uh, uh, on the uh, tax coin, which is not cryptocurrency. Uh, it is the coin exclusively for the paying the taxes. So this coin will be issued by, by government. And in this situation, uh, it will be in the real time. Uh, uh, so I'm not engineer, but I uh, I check that. So uh, when the invoices will be going through the through the parties, so uh, the system, because the base is blockchain, could be calculated the VAT and automatically with the tax coin. Uh, will be put in the, via tax coin, will be uh, put in the budget. So, uh, this, is, this is one concept. Uh, below that concept is uh, whole blockchain architecture. And, uh, as I said, only uh, purpose of the tax coin is uh, paying the taxes. So, issued by government and, uh, as I said, Uh, consensus mechanism on on that blockchain, first thing will be stake of in the uh, proof of uh, identity. Uh, So uh, we can collect the the tax, for example, the VAT uh, actually in the real time, and we could make the refund of of VAT actually in the real time. That's some uh, things that I research now. Because it will be, uh, uh, it will be some kind of starting point uh, about the tax fraud. Uh, the tax fraud will be uh, very minimized in that uh, uh, in that environment of the tax coin, uh, because uh, we will know how many tax coin some uh, for the paying taxes, some individuals, some taxpayers has have. So, uh, uh, so it's not possible that you have m- more and more tax coins. So that will be something suspicious for, for, for the for the tax authorities. And also because uh, the paying the taxes are going through via tax coin, It is not so interesting to steal the tax coin. So it's much more interesting to steal the money.
0: So But having understood the concept of tax coin, like will it be tradable? Let's say how normal cryptocurrencies are tradable into the market. Will a taxpayer be able to trade it? Actually,
1: uh, actually, no. Uh, This is not cryptocurrency, so this is not intention is not to trading with with debt. This is not the point of the text coin, as I put in the paper. So, uh, of course, everything is possible. So somebody will try to do that, for example. Uh, But in this point, uh, we will know uh, that this person has. uh, has from government ten, 10 tax coin and right now has I don't know 10,000 this is not normal and that will be signal that something is wrong so the tax fraud should be not 100% for sure uh, st- stopped but uh, will be minimized That that is my conclusion as I research that so I think that uh, we are moving in, the, in that way uh, and it it will be nice because the as we are looking in the countries of gcc that that's good concept because um, it is not my opinion is the same it is not maybe so interesting concept for one country uh, will be interesting for example for whole european union for example so Everyone will be paying the taxes with the tax coin. Or, for example, in uh, some country, for example, as India, if you have some uh, some um, f- federal parts, uh, it will be interesting that everything is on the tax coin. So, uh, so, so that will be minimize this uh, cross-bordering frauds and. Uh, uh, it will be much more uh, much more useful than for one country but it will be useful for one country also so uh, so that's something that I think uh, maybe in the future we should much more research and I really I'm doing this. Even the original concept is from the authors uh, who are doing that for uh, for the countries of GCC.
0: Indeed this is a very insightful and great concept so before winding up our podcast a last question since we are talking of cryptocurrencies there are some countries which have taken a stand to legalize the cryptocurrency which is japan australia there are some countries which are on the verge or maybe they have not legalized it they have mentioned it as illegal and there are some countries which have not mentioned anything. They have not taken a stand on cryptocurrencies. So in the future, do you foresee each and every country would have their own cryptocurrency? Let's say a digital dollar or digital Euro in the case of European Union, just like how China has got a digital, own, a digital currency.
1: Yes, uh, my answer will be yes. Uh, because uh, uh, this is two different things. Cryptocurrencies, uh, as a uh, as a virtual currency, is a one thing, and uh, uh, CBDC, uh, central banking uh, banking digital uh, currency, is uh, digital money. Actually, is uh, is uh, is something else. Uh, but uh, we see uh, uh, we we see right now in this global pandemic uh, the research on that and developing uh, and uh, CBDC and the market uh, of the uh, the value uh, the volume of the uh, exchanging of the cryptocurrencies are not stopped so that shows us that we are moving on with that so uh, this is not something that will that's my opinion. That we will uh, that will vanish uh, vanish tomorrow. That's something that uh, that's really happening. So what you have, you can uh, today you can uh, pay with cryptocurrencies. You can purchase something with the cryptocurrencies. Uh, and for example, I started to think that uh, for example, Republic of Croatia, we are the member state of the European Union, and uh, of course we are. Uh, on the mediterranean uh, so uh, we have a beautiful coast we are well-known world well-known um, touristic destination and uh, if we would like to have much more tourists uh, of course for uh, it's interesting uh, that uh, in the future tourists uh, will choose the destination in which they could pay with cryptocurrencies so that's, uh, that is impact of the, on the economy also. Uh, uh, as I said, the digital dollar, digital euro and Digital one, this is three biggest market. Uh, of course, uh, they are uh, 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 that's work in progress, I think. Uh, So about cryptocurrencies, uh, we expected um, this year the proposals from the European Commission about the um, about the cryptocurrencies, about the definition of the cryptocurrencies, because uh, uh, right now the situation in the field of taxation uh, is not good because, some as you said, in some countries the cryptocurrencies are regulated by the law. In some countries are not. In, in some countries are really uh, is 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 banned. Uh, but uh, first we have to have legislation about the cryptocurrencies, and then tax law follow that. So, for example, if you're trading with the cryptocurrencies um, in Croatia or I don't know, in I could say in a lot of countries, Uh, it will be taxed, or in United States or I don't know, it will be taxed usual as a capital gain. In Croatia, we text, uh, uh, we text uh, uh, speculative capital gains. So if you buy and sell in the, within the two years, then this is the taxable.
0: As a As you sell the shares. On this particular note, we wind up part one of our series. In this particular series, we have taken care of tax technology. In the part two of the series, we will be back. And in the part two, we will be discussing in and outs and the nitty gritties of digital taxation. Thanks a lot, ma'am.
1: Yes, absolutely. It's a very interesting, uh, very interesting and very actual topic, I think. So it's, it's, a, it's a really exciting. Yeah.
0: Sure. Thanks a lot, ma'am, for your time. It was really insightful for our listeners. No material on this podcast should be considered as a financial advice. The material on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views represented here are personal and do not represent any organization.